Hello and welcome to FGC Philosophy. My name is Tavian the Philosopher Napier and this is where we level up inside and outside the virtual arena. Now, today's topic is going to be a little shorter because we have a special episode coming out next week. I have a conversation with Kenso, uh, who is a streamer, content creator, fighting game enthusiast, Guilty Gear guy, a uh, big fan of fighting games. So, uh, I'm going to have him on the show. We're going to talk about the future of fighting games, about Street Fighter 6 and what that means for the community, Capcom Cup and their huge prize pool, Evo, Project L, Tekken 8, and more. So stay tuned for that episode. Our editor is working on that, so he will have that out and I'll upload it as soon as possible. Uh, but for now, I wanted to talk about this last week, but I've been exhausted, uh, partly because of this event. Now, many of you know that I was working on a Rocket League Invitational, a Collegiate Invitational, uh, and that happened over last week. The, the week before last? I don't know, it's a blur. But it happened not too long ago, and overall, the event was great. But I want to dig into some of the things that I've learned uh, and kind of give a breakdown of the event and also talk about how well my team did because we had six teams there. We had Siena Heights University, Grand Valley State University, Davenport, Central Michigan, and also St. Xavier. And, of course, our team. Uh, one of the teams I hadn't seen before, St. Xavier, so it was awesome. I didn't meet a couple of the directors until that day, so that was cool to meet some of the other directors in the area working on esports and, and see some diversity, too. That was kind of cool. Uh, it's it's good to see, you know, diversity within these programs, the fact that they're hiring different ethnicities and, and taking a chance on people. Again, I'm first generation on my dad's side. I, I experienced and saw a good bit of, you know, that kind of stuff that I'm referring to but uh that's not what this episode is about it's just nice to see that just want to appreciate that for what it is now the event itself i want to talk about a couple different topics real quick the first one i want to get out of the way because it's not a fun looking topic it's not a fun topic to talk about but it has been rewarding for me in a lot of different areas including event planning and that's budgeting something i'm terrible at <laughs> <laughs> i'll be honest i'll be blunt about this i'm not great at budgeting or i wasn't great but now i'm getting better at it and part of that was because I hosted this event and I did some research into budgeting. I talked to my boss about it. I've been getting some mentoring from coaches and also talking to friends about formatting on Excel. Uh, and I put together a budget and it helped me visualize where the money was going and how much money I was going to generate from the event. Uh, we're not a for-profit program, but it is important to make sure we're not going in the negative when we host an event. An event like this one could cost like 600 bucks in terms of staffing, supplies, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so we want to make sure we're not losing money doing this kind of stuff, but at least not, you know, you know, breaking even at best or at worst. Uh, either way, you know, putting together that spreadsheet, it helped me visualize a lot of stuff. And it was just really rewarding because I took that same method and applied it to other areas of my esports program. Uh, and it's been very stress relieving to, to work on this oddly enough you know I, I was very nervous and scared to work on budgets because i just anything with numbers makes me nervous like if i'm responsible for numbers uh, if it's not just like counting money right like simple math i get a little nervous i'm a little insecure about that topic i've never been great at math it's never been one of my favorite subjects uh and i, I wasn't very literate on how to manage money until like my late 20s like it took me a while to learn how to you know, manage my my money, diversify income, having uh, savings and stuff like that. I never really had savings until, you know, I hit my you know late 20s, early 30s. Either way, it worked out and I, I learned a lot from that. So I'm really excited to keep working on that today. I spent some time working on a couple of different budgets and trying to work on a fighting game budget for a tournament. 
stay tuned for that. Hopefully I can announce that soon. But either way, it's just been a great learning lesson for me to work on that. Now, uh, another topic is just overall production, right? I, I learned a lot. I felt like we were just really good. I'm not going to get into all the meat and potatoes, but, you know, we had some audio students who were getting credit towards their major there. That was really great to see them, you know, experience the event from someone who's an outsider looking in, volunteering for the program, you know, seeing people who are, you know, commentating. Like we had our old coach come back and do some commentary, seeing some of my staff step up and fill roles that I hadn't thought about planning in the, the process of planning this event. <clears throat> Unfortunately, there were a couple things that we didn't get to do that wasn't necessary, but like we're at the point to where we want to go above and beyond with all of our productions as much as possible because we are ahead in terms of a lot of the production. There's still a lot of room for improvement in areas, but overall, in terms of other esports programs, we're, we're ahead and I want to keep that and I want to maintain that expectation. So unfortunately, in the future, I have to make sure I'm budgeting enough time to do these extra things that are going to make our production quality that much better. You know, time management is very important, a skill I'm learning, but also getting a clear vision on what is going to be done, when it's going to be done as much as possible. Not so much in a micromanaging way, but understanding this is a live event. This is a live production. There should be some structure. Even though a game, you can't control how long a game or how short a game is going to be, you can control all the other factors surrounding that. Uh, so it's really important to, for me, to have that clear vision so that my production can be as efficient, as clean as possible. Now, there was one thing outside of production, uh, my only complaint or my only like frustration with this tournament, uh, and it was a good learning lesson for me. And I can't really blame anybody else other than myself. The biggest thing for me was we accommodated some online tournaments at the event, which isn't a big deal. But the issue comes in where I don't think I did enough research to understand which tournaments were accommodating. There was one that was after the tournament, which was totally fine. I assumed the other one was also after the tournament. Like in my brain, I didn't think anyone would want to run a tournament during our live tournament. It just seemed implied that, you know, if it's after the game, that's great. But I didn't do my research and see when that tournament actually took place. And unfortunately it was like smack dab in the middle of the round robin portion of the tournament. So the tournament got held back a lot because two teams were in that. The issue comes into play where we had to DQ some of the matches, unfortunately, because we wanted to keep this tournament going. The, everything was going great except for the time, right? Which is a good thing to, like a good thing to say, you know, ideally it'd be no issues whatsoever, but uh, everyone who's run a tournament knows something goes wrong. Usually it's audio for us, but we were good on audio portion. This time it was time. And again, Part of that is making sure I set clear boundaries in the future. I've learned my lesson. It wasn't because I was too nice. It was just because I didn't have enough information to make the proper decision and say, no, that's not a good idea. I don't think we can make that work with the time constraints that we currently have. So in the future, I have to make sure I set those boundaries. Some people uh, fire in the past. It was me, but not so much now. I had the issue of being too kind to say no. I'm not there anymore. And I think that if you are one of those people, it's important to work on learning to say no. But I think something that helps you be able to say no is to have all the information possible to make the best decision. Because even if you say no, you might just be saying it because you don't want to, which sometimes that's that's okay. In certain situations, that's okay. In terms of business, uh, it's important to set clear boundaries for the sake of efficiency, for the sake of productivity, right? It's not just a matter of personal opinion. It's like, hey, 
this just won't work because everyone else is going to be affected. The tournament's going to run longer. That means I have to pay my staff more. There's a lot of things that kind of have a domino effect when an event gets held up and runs longer. Luckily, no one really complained. Everyone had a great time, had a great experience. Uh, so it wasn't a big deal overall. In the moment, it was frustrating because I didn't really know how to fix it and some of my student staff were getting, or some of my staff were getting frustrated, which is understandable. But it's important in these situations to stay calm and to keep a level head, otherwise you you aren't as efficient as you could be. But it is understandably a frustrating situation. And I can't blame any of the directors. They asked me, they didn't just say, hey, I'm going to do this. They said, hey, you know, can I do this? I didn't do the proper research to understand the time. And that led to the tournament running longer. So that is really important if you're trying to host events if you're trying to be someone who's running a program you got to have all the information there's been a couple of instances where i've learned this lesson and i'm trying to make sure that i don't repeat it in any of the areas like every time i learn like a valuable lesson it's important for me to not make it again it's very similar to fighting games if someone you know if a move is punishable next time you want to make sure you punish it consistently after that like it's an expectation that you hold this level of skill this level of discipline in that area and if you make a mistake in a different area, that's fine. That's another learning lesson. I want to make sure I'm doing that too. Now, the last topic I want to talk about is the team's overall performance. Uh, like I said before, there was five other teams. We did a round robin. And what's crazy is we had a three-way tie between Western, GVSU, Grand Valley, and SHU, Siena Heights. And it was... The same amount of wins, same amount of losses, same amount of rounds and everything. We had to go to the video to see who scored the most points. And <laughs> it was, that was crazy. I, like No one was expecting a three-way tie. <clears throat> uh, but the way it shook out was that Siena Heights got first seed, GVSU got second seed, and we got third. Which meant that we had an extra match, essentially. First and second seed were higher in the bracket, so they had less matches to play. And the other teams were also in there as well. So it was a single elimination bracket after the round robin portion that seeded everybody into it. So six teams total playing it out, single elim, best three out of five until finals. And it was exciting. Every single match was super exciting. Like even the matches where I wasn't as familiar with the teams, it was great to see these kind of rivalries build during these events, you know, and hearing the crowd cheering for them and everything. Uh, you know, seeing the heights, excuse me, CMU versus St. Xavier. That was a really exciting match because I think it was a turnaround from the round robin portion where one school beat the other. And this time they came around and the other school beat that school. So it was good to see that in real time progress from different teams. You know, our first match I believe was against Davenport and Davenport is a really strong team. I've talked about them in the past at the episode with Battle at the Barn, um, but we were able to win that one. I think they just aren't there yet, but they're, they're good. You know, whatever team, whatever division they're playing in, they're probably doing very well, I assume. Uh, but in terms of the three teams that are here, the big three were GVSU, us, and uh, Siena Heights. And Siena Heights was on one side. You know, they were dominating. They went all the way to winner's finals. We also had to play GVSU, which is one of our rivals. I've talked about them in the past as well. Uh, we were able to get that win. It was exciting. It was crazy. And for semifinals and finals, or I should say finals and, um, yeah, semifinals and then grand finals. I was in the audience expectating, spectating from, you know, the audience, checking it out, hanging out with some of the players, the subs and, and the B team and other people as well. And just kind of cheering on the team, right? Because at this point, 
My staff had the flow. I didn't need to be there. I just wanted to observe and see from the spectator's point of view, you know, the experience and also be a fan and cheer on because I do like watching competitive Rocket League. So it was awesome to be in the audience for a couple of these games. You know, I had to get up and run around and fix a few things here and there. But for the most part, I was sitting there watching the team adding to the, the cheering. When we did end up beating GVSU, you know, that was exciting. And we had to play Sienna Heights, who was sitting in grand finals. And that match was super exciting. We ended up winning, <laughs> which I, we had no intention of winning. I thought if anyone was going to win, it would be Sienna Heights. And then either us and GVSU were second, right? Those were the top three teams that I knew were going to be in the final three. But I thought it was going to be Sienna Heights, us, GVSU. Uh, it ended up being us, Sienna Heights, GVSU. And so we got to take home one of the trophies, right? It was super exciting. It was cool hearing Sienna Heights cheer to kind of counter our cheering. Uh, it... it I don't have legitimate rivalry where I hate other teams. Like I just, it's not in me to hate other teams legitimately, but I will fuel the fire of rivalry if I feel like it's going to, you know, help the overall experience. And I think it was just really fun. All the directors were really awesome. You know, I didn't get to meet all of them, but I got to meet some of the directors I'd never meet before. I had never met before. You know, I got to see Colin from Davenport. I've known him for a good while now. We're, you know, we're acquaintances. We, I would say we're friends. Um, we haven't hung out <laughs> yet, but uh, he's a really great guy. He has a really great program over at Davenport. Um, you know, Sienna Heights, the director, was really awesome as well. I think it was Coach Rob, if I'm saying that right. Uh, it was just cool to meet all these people. Um, and, and I'm just really grateful the experience was, hopefully, you know, they had a great time as well. It's, they said they did. I take people at their, their face value, but, you know, imposter syndrome sinks in sometimes. You just you try to convince yourself otherwise. But either way, you know, I learned a lot about time management. I, I feel like our team, our staff has a great grasp on production, but we always want to do better and get more organized. So I look forward to that. Uh, and we also took home a trophy. We beat some really strong teams. GVSU and Siena Heights are very strong and they've beaten us a lot in the past. So the fact that we made that progress, we lost to Siena Heights in the round robin phase and uh, we're able to turn it back around. And this is our first victory against them, which we we're going to have to play them in other leagues. So this is a good thing for us overall. You know, I got some pictures of the trophies on my Twitter. Uh, I'll put links to that in the description. Uh, it, there's so much to talk about in these kind of experiences, but I don't want to go on for too long. I have a bad cough. I'm going to start coughing all over the place if I do. So for now, let me know what you think. You know, hit me up on Twitter. Hit me up on Discord. I want to have some conversation, especially if you're a director or even if you were at the tournament. I want to know, or even if you're watching a stream, what can I do better? How do we improve this, right? Because I'm doing a lot of things. I'm wearing a lot of hats, but I can't use that as an excuse. I want to make sure that I'm doing the best that I can. So your feedback greatly helps. I would love to know what you guys thought. Also hit me up if you have any topics you'd like me to break down and get into specifics of what you want me to talk about. I've had some great conversations with people uh, and I've had some good inspirations for episodes from the community. So continue doing that. Thank you so much for the input. Also, thank you to my Patreons. You can go to patreon.com slash philosopher uh, and support me. I, I also want some feedback on how I could structure that. I've struggled with understanding how I want to structure my Patreon. So I would love some feedback. I would like to incorporate some kind of coaching. If I had to say anything, I really want to start helping teams coach at getting better at games. I don't have to be the best player at the game. If you're working on your mental, right? If you're trying to get out of a, a plateau or get out of some sort of mental bad habit, that's where I'm good at. So I, I want to use Patreon for that. I have to figure out the structure. So some feedback would be greatly appreciated. Now, stay tuned for next episode. We talked about it before. A lot of FGC stuff coming out. So if you're one of the fighting game fans, this next episode is going to be the one for you. But thank you for listening to this shorter episode. One of these FGC quickies. 
I appreciate you. I appreciate you. I appreciate you guys so much. Thank you as always, and I will see you all in the next one.